Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Glow Up Guide. Today I'm going to talk about all things friend related and friendship related like how to have strong friendships, get people to like you, how to know if you're in a toxic friendship, how to get out of bad friendships, and etc etc etc. But before moving on um let's do one thing we're grateful for and one thing we're happy about. Let's see, one thing I'm grateful for would probably be my mom, because she is the most amazing human ever, and I and to my mom, if you are listening to this at any point in time, I love you, and yeah, there's not really much else to elaborate on that. One thing I'm happy about, okay, so this is technically from last Tuesday, because I live in the United States, and it was Halloween last Tuesday, don't know why I need to say that, anyway, yeah, it was Halloween last Tuesday. Um, and like I went trick-or-treating with a bunch of my friends and it was actually really really fun um, but like me and my friend um, we'll call her S she so we both like it was so freaking cold so both our hands went numb and they were like in like hurt like we could not stick them straight and whenever I tried to move them like they were burning once we got back to my friend my other friend's house like yeah that was just painful but yeah, other than the hand problem, we had really, really a lot of fun. And our friend's younger sister was so adorable. I think she stole like half my candy that I didn't want, but I did not care. Um, yeah, so we did trick-or-treating. We went back to her house and it was so fun. Oh my gosh, this other thing. At one of the houses we went to, there was this huge freaking black spider like on top of a bush. Not real, but it's like a decorate, a huge decoration. I literally screamed when I saw it. And then my friend asked, she's just like, is wrong with you you're so loud i'm like that thing and then my other friend and she's like okay so yeah, that was really funny because like it scared me half to death it was like weird i have like a phobia of spiders so yeah like a dead phobia of spiders and bees and like a bunch of other insects because i hate them so yeah and that's what i'm happy about because it was so much fun um yeah so let's get started so, continuing from where we left off last last episode, and I'm sorry it's been over three weeks since I published, I am really trying so hard to get back into a consistent schedule of weekly or bi-weekly. I'm still trying to decide that. I don't know. Um, I'm really hoping I can get back on a more consistent schedule. But for now, you guys just have to deal with me having a wonky schedule because I'm a middle school student. Life's hard. Yeah. And also, I need to create, like, scripts for all these episodes because I can't just, like, Okay, I know some of the podcasts I listen to, they just, like, come up with things on the spot because you can just tell from the way they're speaking. But me, I just can't. I need to know what I'm trying to read off of. Otherwise, everything just, like, falls apart and there's going to be, like, half the episode. It's just going to be, like, a big pause. So, yeah, I just can't. Um, But anywho, moving along. So, now that we've talked, this is... So we left off in the last episode about why friendships break up. So now that we've talked about why exactly friendships break up, I want to talk about, sadly, um, this is a topic, but yeah, um, toxic friendships and how to know when a friendship turns toxic. Because um, some signs of a toxic friendship include bad vibes, bringing you down, not respecting your boundaries, always needing something from you, ignoring your efforts in a friendship, and making you feel guilty for spending time with other people. Number one, if they bring you down, normal and playful teasing is fine. Like, I call my friends stupid or whatever all the time. Like, that's fine. But if they say things to you, like, they actually mean it and they're, like, hurtful things constantly, 
like I mean constantly, like all the time, then maybe it's a sign it's time to let go because I don't really think they care about you in that friendship. And if you think it's really that hard to let go of a friend, then think about it. If that friend or group of friends is making you feel this bad, then is the worst option really to be alone? But then again, I forgot to say this. Oh gosh, I'm so stupid. Uh, but then again, if you talk to the person about it, like people do these kinds of hurtful behaviors and just like not realize it because no one will tell them. So if you tell the person, they'll probably, most of the time, they're probably just going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did not realize, realize it and then stop it. But like, even if you confront them, talk to them about it and they apologize and whatever but they still do that meaning like hurtful behavior but mean it like not playful teasing then yeah if they make you feel so bad like is the worst option like really think about it is the worst option to be alone because like you already feel this bad around them so would it suck that much to be alone like i don't know how to word this um yeah, I don't think so. And if you think that the worst option is indeed to stay with those friends, then I'm currently questioning your entire social life because you probably have a really crappy group of friends. So, yeah. Like, what you need to do is drop them. I'll talk about, like, how to do it later. I don't know. Dropping friends is such an obvious thing, but, like, I felt like I had to talk about it. Anywho, um, find new friends and move on. Number two, sign of toxic friendships not respecting you or your boundaries. Respect is a huge part of any good friendship and it's what it's built on. And without it, the friendship just won't work. If a certain friend or group of friends doesn't respect you or your boundaries, then they don't really care that much about you at all. Because if they did, they would respect you and the boundaries that you have set. So let's see, a lot of people may not realize this, but I'm trying to come up with an example. Um, crap, okay. So let's say you don't like having people at your house for, like, you don't like having people at your house or you don't like hanging out or going outside your house after a certain time, but you're trying to make plans. So let's say um, you don't like to leave your house after 7 p.m. Let's say they're trying to make plans with you for, like, something. Okay, dinner, it makes sense, but, like, any other plans and you don't want to go, but they're, like, kind of forcing you to go, that's them, like, not respecting you or those boundaries. <sighs> Because a true friend would be actually, like, understanding and be like, oh, that's perfectly fine. I get it. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But, like, these people, if they don't respect you, they don't care. Like, they just don't care. Um, where was I? If they try to get you to go to something or share something that you don't want to, don't. Like, okay, so let's say you'll have like a reference to something but they don't know about it and like they're forcing you to tell them you gotta hold your ground because if you don't want to tell them you don't have to at all like okay I this happens to me all the time like I reference something and they're like tell me I'm like no I won't and then I'm just like can you forget about it like eventually they do but like still you don't have to tell them like don't feel forced that you have to tell them because they're obvious okay so really bad sign if you feel forced that you have to do these things or tell them these things, so A, that's not a true friend. B, these friends have made you feel bad enough to be pressured into a place where you have to do these kinds of things to feel accepted, to feel like, to feel like friends or whatever. I don't know. 
that's not how a true friendship works because a true friendship is built on acceptance and a true friend would accept accept you just the way you are and they wouldn't press you to share things you don't want to so yeah so if you ever find yourself in such a situation by any chance remember you absolutely do not need to tell them or do that thing or whatever um or like give into peer pressure or whatever um you don't have to at all don't like okay if you are fine with it then that's a completely different story like if you're fine with bending the rules this one time for like going shopping at some time like let's say you don't like leaving your house after seven but your friends want to go somewhere after seven that isn't dinner or some kind of normal nighttime activity like if you want to bend the rules for that one night then that's fine but like if you don't want to then don't like keep your rules keep those boundaries it's fine like it's normal um so yeah just explain that you aren't comfortable doing that or sharing that certain thing with them and if they refuse audience to that because they clearly don't care three they seem to always need something from you if you feel like they're only friends with you for what they get out of the friendship um that rather than being friends with you for you then they just don't care because they're using you to get a certain thing for example if you if they always seem to be asking you for your homework answers or something like that i know this happens to me all the time in a lot of my classes people always ask me for homework answers but not well my friends if the weird thing is my friends are the people that don't my friends are the people that ask me for homework answers i mean sure those sometimes ask me for help like at my own elementary school they'll ask me for help but they won't necessarily ask me for answers and then strangers are just like can i copy your thing and i'm like no should have done it yourself but it makes sense like it's elementary school it's easy come on so yeah if they always need those homework answers they probably only care um about that unless you know with your instincts it's not that reason it's just that they're really forgetful like i'm fine with you helping out your friend a couple times maybe even a lot if it's needed i'm fine with that but yeah what was i if they're just using you with nothing from them at all like if they never help you with anything like let's say you help them with their like kids birthday party or something i don't know if this applies to adults but whatever let's say that you help them set up their kids birthday surprise birthday party and then when you need like a favor similar to that from them they don't give it to you they're just like oh i'm busy or blah 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 blah. i don't know and they're probably just using you to get that help and honestly they might not even realize what they're doing but even after you like confront them or talk to them like if you still think that friend is using you then you're probably right because your instincts never lie like listen to them you have to trust yourself sometimes number four they ignore all your efforts in the friendship if they ignore your efforts in a friendship or like it feels like a one-sided friendship they probably just don't care enough um yeah when a friendship is one-sided it means only one side is actually like doing anything to maintain the friendship or like to stay in touch or blah blah um let's say that you're the one that always initiates hangouts or like contact with them but like they never do they never initiate any contact with you that's you actually making an effort to keep the friendship and then they just like don't care enough to actually be the person who initiates the hangouts with you in the first place if they do this kind of one-sidedness for a while then i don't think they genuinely care about you and maybe it's time to say goodbye to them because yeah but like i don't know yeah um those are just a few of the signs of a talk a friendship is turning toxic i can't speak
Now let's talk about, sadly, how to drop friends. Sometimes it's what we have to do to keep ourselves and our energy thriving and alive. Number one, the first thing you can do is directly confront them. This may be really hard, but sometimes it's the best, easiest, and quickest way. If you're direct instead of silently ending the friendship, it won't ignite any curiosities from them as to what you were doing. This is by far the hardest to do, but sometimes it's the best for both of you. Do you really want to? Most of the time, I imagine it is. But if you drop this person after a while, will you feel happier? The answer to that would probably be yes, because I think you would keep friends that actually make you happy. Like, you wouldn't drop them for no reason. That's stupid. But if you're intending to drop this person, I don't think they're a good friend for you. So, yeah, you're probably going to be happier afterwards. The answer to this would probably be yes. So, keep that in mind. Whenever you're ready to drop this person from your life, ask them to meet up at some place or your house or whatever. It doesn't really matter where. You should be prepared for the friend to ask, be like, why? Just why? Be prepared to answer that question with whatever reasons you felt that you two couldn't remain friends. Stay calm when speaking, though, because then you can say goodbye. It might make you feel sad and regretful for a short time or even a while, but eventually you will get to a new page in the book of your life, happy and without this person. Two, the other way to drop a friend is by silently cutting them out of your life. This is far easier than like directly talking to them about it, but like the only downside to silently dropping someone, multiple downsides, is A, it could elicit questions from them as to why you aren't socializing with them as much and might try to do things with you or like talk to you or regain the friendship, I don't know. But then again, would they? Because, I don't know, if they're using you, then, yeah, obviously they would. But if they don't really care, then, yeah, they wouldn't really try to. So, what you can do to avoid this can be things like saying you're too busy, something else came up, family event, work stuff, blah, 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 blah. Well, maybe not work stuff if they worked in the same place as you, but, yeah. Just try to find a distraction. Like, if you're with a group of people and they try to talk to you, act like you didn't hear them and start talking to someone else. Small things like that. B, it can sometimes be hard or next to impossible to avoid them. Let's say, like, if you're in school, that you have a certain class with them, and in that class, they're, like, your only friend. This, They're obviously going to socialize with you because you guys are each other's only friends within that class, and no one wants to be alone. So, yeah. In that case, try to make new friends in that class and socialize with them instead. Just try your best to avoid them discreetly. Like, don't make it super-duper obvious. Like, it can be slightly obvious. I don't know. I don't think we want that. No, we don't want that. Yeah. Um, just try your best. I don't know. You do you. And number three, the final thing I suggest you could try is asking for a break. This is probably the best person, best option if you aren't sure to keep them in your life or cut them out. Find a time and place to meet and explain that you need a break from that friendship. Explain a few reasons why as well if you need to, but don't mention any part about dropping them. While you're on the break, observe how you feel. For a bit, you might feel sad, but that's natural. What I mean is to observe your feelings after that period, initial period of sadness and slight. Yeah. If you don't feel bad about dropping them, you can do one of two things. Well, A, you can call off the break and then tell them directly that you don't want to remain friends anymore. This is going to be easier because you already had a slight experience while dropping them, like unofficially, like taking the break. So it'll be easier than if you don't do a break and then directly confront them, like I said, for number one.
Um, so yeah, explain why and then say goodbye. B, you can simply let the break go on until you can see until you see fit. Just continue with the break for a really long time until they eventually fade out. So this would be silently dropping them. This kind of connects both of those ideas with a break, but I don't know. It might be the easiest. Those are all my pieces of wisdom and tidbits on how to drop friends. I hope those help you. Um, and if they, if you do end up needing them, go find new friends. It might be hard, but yeah, like I'm an extrovert, so it's not that hard. But if you're like introverted and introverted, um, yeah, I'll talk about how to make friends as an introvert. And I think the third part, I honestly did not know that this would stretch out for three parts. I thought it was going to be like one half an hour episode. I just kept on writing, kept on writing, kept on writing. I'm like, oh crap, I need to divide this into multiple parts because then I can't. Um, because like also, um, because I am currently falling behind on my scripts, it kind I technically could do fewer parts, but I'm falling behind on like writing scripts. So it works. And also I'm really stupid. I just figured out that I could add multiple audio pieces into a freaking episode. So I can just like discreetly cut it off and then add another piece of audio after 30 minutes. So I'm just like, oh my God, I am so stupid. So that's just me being dumb. I just figured that out like yesterday when I don't even know what I was doing. Yeah, I just figured that out that I could add multiple audio pieces into an episode. So yeah, that's me being stupid, but now figuring it out. So I can have like longer parts, which I'm excited about because a lot of the really good podcasts I listen to have episodes that are like upwards of 25 minutes and there's this one podcast it's like okay but her episodes are really short so i want to make this a good podcast i want to make it like longer but i don't want to just ramble so i'm just trying to write more content out and stuff um yeah okay back to the actual content of this episode um now i wanted to talk about the importance of female friendships in your life Guy friends or even like your romantic relationships can come and go, but female friendships are the ones that stick for life. Before going any further, there are two types of girls. There are guys girls and there are girls girls. Guys girls are girls who spend a lot of time around guys. They have a lot of guy friends and most of their time is spent around them. Their guys are like their main group of friends, I guess. And then girls girls like me are girls who have a lot of female friends and their social life revolves around those female friends. I am definitely girls girl all the way um because i legit have no guy friends i have these two guy friends and that's it um so yeah most of them turn into my enemies but yeah because i have a bunch of my friends from this guy friends from my english class last year um most of them turn into enemies so we're not going to talk about that but yeah most of my friends are also girls girls and even though i'm a feminist i support both of them um but always remember to prioritize your female friendships first Always prioritize these female friendships. Like, I mean, I'm a feminist. I believe women and girls are perfect as is. and don't really need any guys in life. But if you have a boyfriend or other guy friend or something like that, make it well known to them that your female friends will always come before them. And if it's a problem with that, like if your boyfriend has a problem with that, then forget about him. Forget about him because he's not good enough for you. Like, okay. I, okay. I have no guy advice right now. But I will say one thing, if they don't appreciate, if they don't allow you to have higher priorities than them, because literally everything would be a higher priority than a stupid guy, um, 
then they are not good enough for you. They are not worth your time. Break up. Simple. Um, so yeah, like tell, make it well known to your female friends as well that they can talk to you, even if you're in the middle of a conversation with the guy. Like tell them that they can talk to you. Because I told my friend if I was talking to my one guy friend in my English class last year, you can come and talk to me. Like okay, make it well known to both of them that to your female friends that they are higher priority and to your male friends that your female friends are higher priority. So yeah. Because these female friends are way more important than a guy friend will ever be. Okay? Like, I know from life experience. Listen to me. And I know I'm 13, but I have a lot of life experience with things like this. So, you should just listen to me. And if you do have a boyfriend, remember that your girlfriends are always going to be the ones that support you and listen to you. Okay, if you have a boyfriend. Let's say you guys break up or something happens between you. These female friends are going to be the people who listen to you rant on about your life and how much it sucks. And, like, support you. Like, okay, these are the people who are going to stick by your side. So, yeah. You can't really rely on anyone else. Except maybe, like, your mother, if you guys break up. Because <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. Anyway, if you do break up with your boyfriend and stuff happens, your female friends are going to be these people that actually get you through it. I think I'm repeating myself. I don't know. I don't really care. I know this really well because every time something happens and I need to vent to someone... I know that these two of my female friends are going to listen because I have a life story. So there were these girls in my tech ed class. They were, I have tech ed last block. It's like, okay, my tech ed class is like constructing and stuff. We're like building things, uh, learning about engineering and things like that. Um, basically STEM, like science, technology, engineering, math, stuff like that. Um, things related to it. So there were these two girls. We were working on our project. It was to construct a tiny wooden tower. So we were constructing the damn tower. And these girls, they were being like complete B-words. Um, yeah, B-word pl- plural. Like, okay. So I was working on my project. Um, we had really complicated, like we had fractions, like 16th inches, blah, 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 with our math. And it was really complicated. And I was the one measuring most of the pieces. And I was, and my two friends in that group were the ones asking me the questions that needed to be answered. So yeah, I was trying to help them. I was in like 10 places at once. I was so stressed because I had to restart so many times. And then these few girls asked one of the girls in my team, uh, in my group, and the girl not knowing that I actually hate them because one of the girls, she went to my elementary school. Um, I'm not giving anyone's names here. So yeah, she went to my elementary school and I hate her so much. Um, yeah, basically another one of my enemies. She was oblivious to that because I don't know the girl on my team that well. Um... So yeah, she's like, I don't know, ask Sadia. And I'm like, dang it. So then I try to help them. And they won't even listen to me. Like, I go over to their table and I'm like, okay, what do you guys need help with? Someone says something. And then I'm like, okay, I'm trying to explain to them what to do. I'm like, you guys need to ask the teacher. And they're just like, huh, what did you say? Ten times. I'm like, you know what, screw you guys. I'm not going to help you. And then they're, and then I'm, I just go back to what I was doing. And my friend, she's just like, okay, let's go back to work. And then she's like, can you help us again? The same girl. Um, who's being a b-word and I'm just like okay when I'm done and she's like okay 10 minutes I'm like in my mind I'm like okay you don't need to time me and then after 10 minutes she's like it's been 10 minutes blah 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 I'm like I'm busy right now go ask someone else and then she's like damn okay I'm like okay I was reacting normally to your b-wordiness okay like you were being so stupid and annoying I swear she's like the stupidest person ever the girl was in my English class last year, um, one of them, and she's stupid. 
as hell. So, yeah. I hate her a lot. I'm like, okay, I'm reacting to your behavior in a normal way. So, if you have a problem with that, then, like, go, I don't know. Just, like, get away. I don't know. I don't really care. So, yeah. And then I was venting. Anyway, that's the story. But I was venting to my friends about it on the bus, and they were, like, listening, and they were, like, completely understanding it. I'm like, thank you guys for existing. Um, Because I love them, but, yeah. Because that's a life example that people are going to listen to you about how, like, your female friends are going to be the ones to listen to you about how how unfair life is. Okay, next point. Honesty and trust. Females are way more honest than guys. If you ever face a conflict and want brutal honesty, your female friends or your girlfriends are going to be the ones that you turn to. Guys, just don't care. Girls, on the other hand, actually do care because our brains work alike. We can see the problems. Okay, so let's say I face a problem. Female friend, My female friends are going to be the ones that can actually view the problem from a similar light. And guys just be like, what the heck? Because guys are stupid. Um... So they're going to be the ones who can view the situation through your light because they are we are more understanding. Um, yeah, for certain conflicts and the ones that give you advice on these conflicts. Girls understand girls better than guys ever will. And these are in there are things that is certain conflicts that conflicts that only your female friends can actually understand. For example, um, I got into a conflict with two, these two guys in my English class last year. I am not going to elaborate on that. And one of my best friends was also in that class. So I talked to her about it and asked her if I was overreacting. And she's like, no, you are not overreacting. She totally understood, even though half of what I said that day was gibberish. Um, it's like, literally, whenever I'm like, this doesn't make sense, but blah, 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 blah. She's like, no, I completely understand you. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, thank you. Like, that's the power of having these female friendships. Another thing. Female friendships can help fight stress. Studies show that whenever women are faced with a conflict or stressful situation, they turn to their cir- they tend to turn to their circle of female friends. As women, we have a different response to stress than men. Men go into fight or flight mode, whereas women respond with a reaction referred to as tend and befriend. This means, ignore my keyboard. Oh my gosh, sorry, my thing just stopped working. Okay, um, where was I? This means us girls will tend to reach out to other women for support. According to studies, engaging with female friends reduces cortisone levels and increases serotonin, reducing stress. Female friendships are just so important in life. Always prioritize your female friendships because they matter more than any other friendships in life. So work on your female friendships more. Now, let's talk about how exactly we can be good friends drop your expectations every person has one flaw or another no human being is to ever exist was ever perfect and will never be if you're busy picking out all the tiny little flaws in every person you meet you will never see them for all the other amazing things they are for example you might have um an amazing friend they do this for you and they do that for you and they are always there for you but they're always like to everything I can relate to this because I have a friend. She is the most amazing person ever. I love her so much. Um, oh, wait. She was the friend who I did on my stories episode. Her name is Violet. Yeah, she is amazing. I love her. Um, yeah. And whenever we try to do anything together, she's late. Like, not just like two or three minutes late. Oh, sorry, I'm just a teeny bit late or blah, 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 blah. She's like half an hour frigging late. And in comparison to me, 
who's literally almost late, never late to anything. Unless it's because of my parents. But then again, I'm 13 and can't drive anywhere. So my parents always make me late. Um, ignore that. But, yeah, I, like, I'm late most of the time to things because of my parents. But still, that's not the point. But back to the point. She's an amazing friend. Best person ever. I love her. So just stop having all these expectations because they make you focus on the bad rather than the good. Which is the reverse of what we should be focusing on in a friendship. No one is perfect, so don't expect them to be perfect. Support them. Sometimes you might not know about everything that's happening in their lives. If they're having a bad day, sometimes they just need someone to listen to them. They just want someone to merely listen to them, like what happened with the girls in my tech class. I just needed someone to listen to me. Um, if they're having a bad day, sometimes they just need that person to help them get through it by talking to them. Because a lot of people... They find recovery and, like, a better emotional management by talking about their feelings. I am one of those people sometimes. Um, I'm, like, both, but, yeah. Or they're facing a hard feeling and need some support. There are going to be times where, in terms of how much effort each person is going to put in a friendship, you are going to be putting 100% of the effort into that friendship. And they are giving absolutely nothing. And sometimes they just need to take from you. They'll take and take and take. But they are going through a hard time. And you need to be there to support them with the energy and the uh, support they need. Just listen to them. And there are going to be days where you're and the other person is putting 100% into the friendship. And you're the one who just needs that support. So put yourself in their shoes. Because sometimes you really need to get an insight in other people's lives in order to understand. Sometimes you might just be the person putting zero effort in, but you still need to be there for them and support them to get them back up again. Fill them up, listen to them, support them. And then in this way, you'll know that they'll be there for you when you need it most. You can't always expect for a friendship to be perfect. So just support them in those times of need. Be honest. They, if you want to be perceived as a good friend and gain their trust, then allow yourself to be honest and open. If you're honest about how you feel and open up about certain things, this will allow for direct communication with your friends and make them more likely to open up to you and get them to trust you. If you feel hurt or upset by something one of your friends did, don't be afraid to talk about it. They might not even have thought that it could hurt you or your feelings and bring that to their attention. And remember that being honest in a making yourself vulnerable way is different from be from being so blatant that you hurt your friend's feelings if you think that your friend might need some kind of professional help that you can't give them then obviously go be honest about it tell them that like they need it okay but if you think your friend looks a little, little weird in a photo you might want to shut up um But also, if your friend looks weird in a dress she's intending to buy, like, for a big school dance or, like, for prom if you're in high school or something, you should tell them. Okay, because you don't want them to look stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. See, it all depends on the type of situation, what you think is best in that specific situation. Be loyal. If your friend tells you something that they don't want anyone else to know and you spread that secret to a bunch of people, kind of obviously they won't trust you and probably won't tell you secrets ever again. They'll feel like you can't be trusted. You wouldn't like it if you told your friend a secret and told it, and they told it half the school, would you? I don't think so. So keep their secrets. 
And also, don't do don't say anything about them when they aren't there that you wouldn't say they're straight to their face. Be loyal to your true friends and be prepared to defend them if new friends of yours or even complete strangers start talking about them in a bad light or start gossiping about your friends. Okay, so to end our episode today, I wanted to say that was a lot of content to process. But to end our episode today, I have a quote from Richard Bach. I hope I'm saying that right. It's B-A-C-H. Um, I think it's that. So, anywho, the quote is, your friends will know you better in the first minute you meet than your acquaintances will ever know you in a thousand years. This is an amazing quote. I, I, okay, I was showing through friendship quotes. This one really stood out to me, and I think it's very memorable. So, bye guys. Go drink some water. I love you all. Go share and follow this podcast or whatever. Bye. I love you all.